It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Thanks for being a part of the Fearless Army. Drop us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and when you do, ask me a question in the comments. Each week, we'll compile your best questions and answer them on air. Today's episode is brought to you by First Cup Coffee, a Christian-owned Patriot Coffee company that stands for core values, family, and building community across the nation. First Cup's freshly roasted beans delivered in ground or whole bean texture, pods, and bulk. Go to firstcup.com and use the code FEARLESS and save an additional 10% on your order. And if you subscribe, save an additional 10% for the life of your subscription. That's First Cup Coffee, one of our newest sponsors. Glad to have them on board. with Jason Whitlock. I'm Jason Whitlock, your host. Happy Thursday. Special, very special, maybe the most special edition of uh, Fearless ever today. Man, we got gold jackets everywhere. I forgot to wear my gold jacket today, but uh, these other guys have made up for it. Uh, they didn't wear their gold jackets because they don't need to. Everybody knows they're Hall of Famers. We're joined live in studio here in Nashville for our second uh, Fearless Football kickoff. Brett Favre, uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Warren Sapp, one of the greatest defensive linemen of all time. Marshall Falk, one of the greatest running backs of all time, and Brian Erlacher, one of the greatest linebackers of all time. These guys are all in Canton, Ohio. Uh, they all played in Super Bowls. Two defensive players of the year, two MVPs. Uh, I hope I don't offend anybody, but Marshall has the reputation as one of the smartest, if not the smartest guy to ever play in the NFL. Uh, certainly the smartest non-quarterback to ever play in the NFL. He's smarter than everybody else on here, especially Sal. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, this is the Fearless Army Cookout Edition, Gold Jacket Edition. I want to thank you guys uh, for joining us, uh, particularly Brian and Marshall. Uh, you know, Warren and, and um, Brett make regular appearances on the show. Uh, love having you guys all here. And we're going to talk some football. These guys have been talking football. And I almost <laughs> just want to shut up and just let them continue the conversation because they were telling incredible stories. But I, I want to start here uh, just because it's part of the news cycle today. Uh, Bobby Knight, the legendary uh, Indiana University basketball coach, coached at Texas Tech as well. I grew up in Indiana. When my first job uh, out of college was in Bloomington, Indiana, uh, I worked for Bob Knight's best friend, Bob Hamill. So I just want to start there. Bob Knight has passed away at the age of 83. Uh, a tremendous coach, a tremendous coach. And I want to just start by asking you guys, and, and I'll ask Brett first, and then you guys chime in afterwards, because Brett's dad was a high school coach. Could you have seen yourself playing for someone like Bobby Knight? That's absolutely. Um, I, didn't, I never particularly liked being chewed out 
whether it be my dad or any other coach. But I, I got it. You know, I, I, you know, it was okay. I think we need more of that uh, Bobby Knight today. Uh, my, my college coach for three years, Curly Hallman, was the meanest man I've ever met. <laughs> Uh, he had he had a speed bag every day after practice. I think he did, and he was good. I think he did it just to to intimidate the guys. And he was a hard ass, but but I loved him. Uh, he was a disciplined guy. My dad was a very disciplined guy. My dad was very short on attaboys and very long on you can do better. Or I'm a, I'm a bust your ass, um, and it motivated me. You know, you weed out the weak. Um, exactly. And in and, and, and today's world, you would Marshall. You would because oh, I, I play. I play for many of Bobby Knights. That's 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 the era of it, when it was okay for a coach to to tell you do as I as I say, not as I not do. As I do. Yeah. <laughs> that was okay. That was it. Was okay for now, a coach. You got to toe the same line as the players. They expect you to run through the same wall if you're a coach. But um, I, I played for many of Bobby Knights. It's it's just the respect. Yeah. That you, you you had to maintain that respect for your coach and for elders, and regardless regardless if they were wrong, you know the neighborhood policed us. It was like you got if if somebody's parent down the street told you something, you had to listen just like it was your parent. So that went for coaches too. It wasn't your mom was going. Don't tell my kid. Don't parent my kid. That's that's today's new world. Yeah, you know yeah. the neighborhood kind of raised us in a sense, and you had to respect everybody if they were yeah. your elder and any coach. Yeah. Uh, my high school coach. Listen, man, we, it was, my, my mom told my coach, listen, if he get out of line, yeah. you can whip him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like the hell with just yeah. grabbing your face yeah. mask. Yeah. You can whip him yeah. if he get out of line. So, so when your parent does that and give an adult that authority over you, that authority that you need and in the, in, in the ability to respect that authority. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, Bobby Knight, I, I don't agree with his, 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 his antics and stuff like that, but I understand them. And, and and we all came from that. We yeah. all came from yeah. that. That's yeah. how it was back in the day. Yeah. You don't you, you don't want that slack. You don't want that. Ah, you know, it'll be all right. You'll get it because a lot of people know what to do, but very few people do what they know. And especially in a football uh, team environment, you got to be on your p's and q's. You yell all you want, but I'm finna go handle this job, and then just sleep under the very blanket of security I provide, and no question the manner in which I do so. That's all I say. But coach me hard, be on me if I make a mistake, because that's what I want. Yeah. And great players, I always wanted that. Don't let me slide with nothing, because I want to I wanna try to play the perfect game. I know I can't, but I can trample excellence on the way, though. Same way. I want to I be coached hard. You know, I didn't like, when, I didn't, when I was young, I didn't like it. I had a college coach who was kind of a dick, but looking back, it helped me become a better football player and learn to deal with coaches like that. But I want to be told what to do. I want to know the difference between, like, if I step here, I, you know, I want to know the difference between right and wrong right away. Uh, there's, there shouldn't be any play where I have a question what I'm supposed to do on. And never, most of my career there wasn't. I played for coaches who knew, who told you exactly what to do every play. And if you did it, you were fine. If you didn't, you had a problem. That's the way it should be. You know, yeah. should, they should be able to tell you when you screw up and get on you when you mess up. That's what we've lost do, these do days. Do you think it's easier for y'all to say that because you were such great players? Mm. Let's say if you were a little bit lower no. down the totem pole, <laughs> Is it harder to deal with? Y'all not gonna make too many mistakes, Chase, so Bobby Knight's not Chase, gonna yell at y'all that often. That's, that yeah. that's not true. I, I like I'm the player I am because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you learned it, that. It, it, it was, it yeah. was, it yeah. was. 
because you, you, you're going to mess up. Things are going to happen. Yep. Like, we, we try to – you're not – the team will make the least amount of mistakes as the team will win. Because yeah. we're going to make mistakes. Yes, yeah. It's it's not about making mistakes. It's it's like, what what's going to make you make that mistake? Are you lazy? Are you tired? Are you are you mm-hmm. not disciplined? So, understanding, man, coach, I, I don't want to hear coaches. I'm, I'm going to do it right the first time. <laughs> that that drives you, and then pretty soon you just become accustomed to doing it right. A lot I mean, of kids. No other way but to do right. That. A lot of kids don't have that. In today, listen. Oh. In today's world, you get a trophy for participating. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Part Damn of it. part of and and again, I, I, I'm asking this blind. I, I know Brett's situation because he talks about his dad a lot. Did y'all have dads in your life? Because w- what I see a lot of times is guys that didn't have dads in their life. They can't handle what a Bobby Knight brings to the table. Oh, I, I yeah, my, my father was in my life, and, and my, and although he was in my life, my mother ran it. Like, my, my, my mom was the, was the, yeah. was the, I'll rip your arm off and beat yep. you with it type of woman. That's like, my mom, you, you know what I'm saying? Mom. Like, yep. I, I have a stepdad, but my mom, I was scared of my mom when I was my dad. Yeah, my, my dad laughed at it, yeah. you know? It's like, I, I, I never, my dad never had to, my mom was like, if I got to take off work and come to school because you messed up, oh, you you're not going to yep. like how I come to school. So it, it was that it was that type of environment. A lot of discipline. A lot of, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, a lot of discipline. No question that she yeah. was more and willing and able to do so. Yeah. Okay, Sap, I know you, and you got a son that's in the game. Yeah. So I know, and I know you're still around these young kids, and so are you. But am I right in thinking this younger generation couldn't handle a Bobby Knight? No, 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 no. I'm like, Go ahead. Yeah. I had a conversation with a defensive coordinator. Sap's going to You got to yeah. make sure okay. you over tap. I can't, I can't ready to listen no, today. No, no, yes. No, no, no. <laughs> I can't ready to listen. I got you. This one here threw me off. Yeah. I was talking to an NFL defensive coordinator the other day because I was watching the tape, and I said, you know what? The, well, what's going on? He's like, are you crazy? He said, man, if you tell these kids the truth, no. you'll see them tomorrow. They have a green jersey on, and the Dr. Reynolds is in your office asking you, what did you say to this man? I'm like, shut up. I'm like, they will go tell the psychiatrist on you now? Wow. Yes. I said, I'm done. Wow. I said, I'm done. A psychiatrist? What do you, I mean. Yeah, so, I got mental problems. You oh, man. The truth that I'm not good enough to do my job. So from what I've seen with my son, uh, their coach is old school at, where he goes to high school. So they uh, they get a lot of Bobby Knight at, at his school, which I love. because yeah. I'm, I'm glad he chose That's legal school. today? It's not, it's not Bobby Knight. It's not as bad as Bobby Knight, but. The kids don't say anything. They they deal with it. And they move on. They're a good football pro- program because of it. They have some good young men come out of that program as well. But I, I appreciate the way he coaches them. And I think my son does as well. He likes being coached like that. And he comes home and he, he behaves. He doesn't, you know, he goes there. He better behave at home. But he's a nice young man and he listens to what his coaches have to say. He likes being coached hard. If the the, the parents, here's what, you, and, and I think about this, like the kids who can't take it, their parents were the ones who didn't make it in our era. Those parents that, that didn't make it, that felt like the reason why they didn't play was because that coach did it, their kids are the ones who cannot deal with the Bobby Knight. They can't deal with reality. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think, you know, it's a soft generation in, in general, and I think a lot of the blame should be the parents or parents. Our, which is which is our age? Yeah, no, I definitely think. Yeah. 
We blew it. And it's, yeah. it's hard. They're, they're, give, they're telling, <laughs> it's hard. They're telling it's hard. their kids <laughs> excuses. Yeah, it's going to be hard. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're t- taking up for their kids. I'm not, you know, Bobby and I would choke someone. I'm not saying that, that needs to be done, but there's a level of discipline that's, that's missing. I remember Mike Holmgren, the first team meeting, really didn't know what to think. He, he talked about logistical stuff, you know, getting over to practice from St. Norbert College, you know, all this stuff. And at some point he said, I want you, every one of you to remember one thing. I'm not your friend. Mm. And I, I'm thinking, why the hell would he say that? There's got to be a level of discipline in where you stand on the totem pole. And I, and today, Belichick's probably, and Andy are last of a dying breed, where you just don't, some of these coaches, I'm sure players just walk in the office, man, hey, what's up, what's up, you know? Now, I'm not saying that that's wrong, I'm just saying that's the way it is now. And then when you jump off sides, because you forgot to snap count, you know, you, you wonder, I mean, Holmgren would stop practice and rip your ass if you jumped off sides. And I'm sure with Warren and, and Brian yeah. and Marshall, the same way, that yeah, there's examples of that. The little things will, you'll lose because of the little things. And when you let the little things go, right, we'll, we'll, we'll do it in the game. We'll get it right. Then you, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. And as a player, the good players have enough discipline, and maybe not, I mean, I, I was undisciplined, as, but I worked hard. <laughs> But I needed to be coached hard to rein me in. I didn't particularly like it at times, but I understood it and, and, and respected, which Marshall was dead on. Respect, whether it be on the field or off the field. So the, the two other coaches I got to put in there. Um, Mike Tomlin. Tomlin, I was going to say the, the same the thing. The respect that, that, that he had, and Pete Carroll. Pete, Pete will get Pete. Pete will get rid of you if you don't like. You don't. Oh, Russ, you don't want to be here. Bye. You wanna, okay. You want to compete. Bye. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. it's Pete. Pete Carroll. Like you, you don't get as and and he's about as old school. And and I've never I've, I've I've heard very few players talk bad about Pete that that played well for Pete. Yeah. If you compete for him, yeah, you love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about Dick Vermeil? Dick was Dick was a. I, I wish I would have I, I would have known Dick Vermeil like in his Philadelphia days, um, in 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 the Ram days. I didn't understand him, and it he really um, our relationship grew after football was over for me, because he wasn't he wasn't the kind of coach I was used to. I was used to being coached hard, and at this point in time, Dick Vermeil came back after having the breakdown, and they told him you cannot coach football without emotion. And so I, I, I now had a coach who would, in the meeting room, just cry. I know. And I'm like, like I was just, I, I'm like, what the, f- what the f-? <laughs> Like, this man is leading us? I didn't understand him. And then we just, him and he and I, when I played for him, we, we never saw eye to eye on a lot of stuff. Um, it wasn't until um, I was working at NFL Network, uh, we had the Dallas-Atlanta game, that I got to see his brilliance as a coach. We had the Dallas-Atlanta game, and coach lost his voice. And they stuck me and Dion in the booth. And he gave me his play call, his sheet, and, and coached me through calling the game. And I was like, wow. Like, in front of a national audience, I never called the game a day in my life. 
<laughs> and he coached me through calling the game. Here's where you breathe. Let Tariko talk. This guy. Here's what you talk about. Yeah. Here's how you present the stats. Literally coached me. I'm talking about why this thing is going on. And I was like, okay. I see, and since like the relationship that we have is, is awesome. I couldn't see him as a coach when I was playing. Uh, Mike Marks was my guy. Mike, <laughs> you know, Mike gave it to you raw. Yeah. Mike gave it yes. to you raw. Like, you, you, you either can play for me or you can't. You know, you you you, you, are, you are the guy who's gonna get it done or SFG, same <laughs> guy. Like, he, he didn't play. And that's how, that's how I was used to being coached. And I just, oh, I couldn't deal with the head coach crying. Like, it, it made no sense to me. Like literally, they, they traded for me. Yeah, that would be. They traded for me, and the guy sitting next to me, um, who was the starter before they traded for me, Dick Vermeil, in the meeting when they introduced me to the team, I showed up to camp. He said, "We now have two good backs," and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, who the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> Brought me in for a reason. I'm like, I'm like, they brought me in for for a reason, man. What the, what the hell wrong with you? Now, now, in in our highlight tape, after they after they traded the guy sitting next to me, they catch him on tape. So this is why we pay this guy all this money. Literally, like he thought that we were the same guy. He and I, we just we didn't see eye to wow. eye about a lot of stuff, but That's, I, lo- I I love him. He 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 learned who I was, yeah. and he learned how to coach yeah. me. He learned how to coach me because he he didn't pull me aside midway through the season and say, "Look, like, the only thing I need you to do is lead. I need you to be a leader." So, you played for Tony Dungy. Yes, I did. You played for Lovey Smith. These guys are kind of a different version of Dick Vermeil. I mean, Dick Vermeil definitely led with emotion, but Tony and Lovey led with faith and a, a more quiet demeanor. How? It, Tony, Tony I, I like to describe like Bible talk about that that rock or that tree by the river that don't move. That's always there. That's how he was every day. He coming that thing on an even keel. I mean, it didn't matter if I was in the middle telling one of my nasty jokes and I'm. And I see him, he'd be like, I've heard worse. So he'd come back through and I let it go. He'd be like, oh, that's pretty bad. I'm like, oh, come on, coach. But it was just, it, it, it was like the dad that I'd never had, but a dad that was a cool dad. Because, man, Tony, Tony was a prophet. Tony would break the game down for you. And I mean, I mean, we played uh, San Francisco first game of the year. He was like, we're going to keep pounding, we're going to keep pounding. And then we're going to catch Merton Haynes one time, inching up, and we're going to get behind him. And it happened just like that. I mean, he would break the game down, give it to you in little pieces, little little nuggets, little cookies. And I mean, it, it was such a pleasure to play for him. But I wish he would come and, you know, like get in our faces. Because in the six years we were together, I think he said darn or dang twice. If Lovey, if Lovey said darn. If he said that, boy, it was, was on. Lovey, it was Lovey, on. Okay, so Lovey, to the, Marshall, the respect thing, Lovey didn't have to scream at us. The respect we had for him, for that man when he walked in day one, was at an all-time high. Just the, the, the command he had in the locker room. But he said darn, crap, and dang in the same sentence one time. I was like, holy shit. We're in trouble. Yeah. We're in trouble. So we're, it was halftime with the Detroit game. We, were, we gave up like 230 yards the first half. Ooh. He didn't care what the offense, you know, defensive ah. guys, you know, offense didn't matter. They scored like, they had like two yards. She doesn't care. But we gave up 230 yards on defense. 
what the crap thing? I was like, oh, man, what did we do? We go out the second half, they don't move it at all. Yes, but he knew at the right time when, how to challenge us. And there was, like I said earlier about knowing where to go every play, there was not one snap where you didn't know exactly what you were doing every play for that staff. He made, and he was our defensive coach, so he came into every meeting, our linebacker meeting, because he was a linebacker guy. But he'd come in there and watch us and challenge us every day with our, our, our questions he would ask us. It just the, the preparedness was unbelievable. But like you said, playing for your dad, you didn't want to let me down. Yep. That's one thing you do not want to do is not let him down by making a mistake. You know, you could, like, uh, effort mistake. Mental errors are going to happen effort-wise. Yeah. You better not make a mistake no. effort-wise because yeah. they were going to call it. That's when they call you out. When you, that's the one thing you can't control is your effort. So he was uh, just the, yeah. the respect that everyone in that locker room had for him. Like, he didn't have to say anything because we handled it in our locker room because of him. Y'all did the number so, system. So, so, so What's that? What he, he was with us. He, he was in, in, yes. And, and, yes. And yes. Mike ran his, and Mike was like, like out there and lovey was lovey lovey literally i never heard him blow a whistle or yell in practice like he he coached you if you made a mistake if he had to run over to you put his arm around you and coach you on the detail as to here's how you do not make that mistake a lot of coaches why did you do this come on man no come on coach me love i i i never seen anybody coach like that him and I used to sit in the back, and he'd literally ask me, what are you thinking here? What are you trying to do here? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I, I've never met somebody that was more, like, more detailed. Detail. Like, he was so down to the, down to the, you do, when they do this, you do this. Yep. Yeah. When he got there, that's when I got, like, really dove into football. Like, that's when I got a smarter football player. I knew what I was doing my first words, but that's when I got deep into our system, and I knew what every guy was doing every play, the safeties, yep. the corners, their yep. leverage, yep. where their linemen were. I knew everything. Who was our one, def- who was two. Yes, our defense was, was so simple. Yes, when you do that, because you, when you're playing in that defense, you don't think, you just play. Yep. That's when you play fast and you play your best. You just fly to the football. That's what we did for so many years one. under him. Guys, you know I love prize picks. Will you be testing your skills on prize picks this football season? It's the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. My mom, she loves prize picks. We tell you her picks every week. Here's her picks for this NFL Sunday. Alvin Kamara, more than 33 and a half receiving yards. TJ Hawkinson, the Minnesota Vikings tight end. Wow, more than 49 and a half receiving yards. Kirk Cousins is out. Mama, what are you thinking? Jalen Hurts, more than 250 and a half passing yards. Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposit into your account this football season. Go to prizepicks.com slash fearless and use my promo code fearless for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash fearless and use the code fearless. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
I, I want to switch topics. I want to talk about a different coach and a different situation that I, I think you guys will be fascinating on just because the question had never entered my mind until this year, and it probably didn't legitimately enter my mind until the last couple of weeks. Like, who was more important to the Patriots dynasty, Brady or Belichick? And I always thought Belichick, no question. I'm now sitting here going, that culture that was so important to them, it can't happen without Tom Brady. If your best player doesn't let you set the tone for that culture they had, it can't exist. And I think that's what Belichick has run into. Still, considered the greatest coach of all time, but assisted by the greatest tone setter of all time. And it kind of hammers the point of, again, like, damn, the players actually do win the games. And they do. <laughs> and, and I've, I've kind of questioned that and thought it was the coach, but Brady or Belichick, Warren, you, you got, the, I'll let you go and then hopefully you'll quiet Oh, no, down. go to the quarterback. Let's go to yeah, the quarterback. Sure. You know, I think, I think the combination. Don't uh, both sides I think, it, Brett. I, 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 no, I, I never played for Belichick, but I played for Eric Mangini one year. Eric Mangini was. Good friend of mine. I love for Eric. Yeah. Eric was very bright. Uh, came from the Belichick, Belichick tree. And it was, uh, it was funny because I played 16 years with the Packers. I was on the Falcons my first year. So in year 17, I go to the Jets. But I'd been in the same offense and culture for 16 years. Mangini brought over the same philosophy. And I, I got along fine with Eric. I was only there a year. But it was totally different, what, what I mean by that, and one, one in particular, that we would watch the game film together, the whole group. And it was really a uh, pick on someone. We call it Dummy Monday. Yeah. When you lose Dummy like, Monday. Look, look, look at this guy here. Yep. Uh, we did the same thing. Not hustling. He did it. And, and uh, granted, I, I think that there's some good in that, but I think there's some guys, it's an adverse effect on them. Maybe a guy was running slower because he was unsure where to go. Some guys, you give a guy a, a receiver th three different things in one route. If it's off coverage, you run a hook. If it's bump coverage, you run a speed across. If it's inside leverage, you, you go up, speed across, and come back out. Some guys can handle that. Some guys like short circuit. They got to think it through. It, you know, it was bump and run. Yeah. I was like yeah. that early in my career. Holmgren used to say, don't see ghosts. I thought, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> and then when I figured it out, Holmgren was gone. You know, I'm like, the ghost, or I saw a guy blitzing who wasn't blitzing. But Mangini and Belichick would call you out on stuff like that and embarrass you. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that was the way they did it. When you got a, if you got a really good quarterback, and they didn't know that Brady was that until he had to play, but it is what it is. And and he buys into what you're doing. I I don't know if they had a conversation, but you know I I, I envision at some point Belichick and Brady sitting in the office, and Belichick says to Brady, maybe they've won a couple of Super Bowls or what. He says, look, I need you to back me up 
on how we practice and how we do things. If you don't buy in, no one else is going to buy in. But if you say, hey, we're in pass today, let's, let's roll. We've won Super Bowl. We've got to do, do it. You know, there's certain things that Belichick either coaches or does. And again, I've never played for him, but it's different from everyone else. And if, he doesn't have the guys right now. When he had Brady, he had a lot. But he, he, he likes practicing pads. He likes to hit, you know. And if he can, you know, skirt around the rules a little bit, he's going to skirt around the rules <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Well, if you got a player that's like bitching and complaining out there in practice, you're a star player. Oh, man. Yeah. Then. So are you saying Brady's more important? Wait, let, 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 listen, it, it's, and I'm going to say it's Brady. I'm, I'm going to say in the beginning, it was Belichick. And. Yeah. The salt, the issue, and here's why it was Brady. Brady allowed Bill to be Bill. Correct. And and at some point in time, your quarterback gets to a level to where the coach then gives the quarterback the the autonomy to kind of have access to the team. It's it's your team, and I'm, and I'm never going to demean you or do anything. All right. Belichick's in control of who comes in. He's he's drafting replacements for Brady. Brady ain't going anywhere. Mm -hmm. He's not saying anything. At no point in time, I've never heard Brady speak bad or ill about, about Belichick. He's never, he, he always allowed Bill to be Bill. What Bill didn't do was, Bill didn't allow Tom to become who Tom became, the quarterback helping him win these Super Bowls. He suppressed him. And he wouldn't allow Tom to, let, let's say if Tom wanted to have a little control. Hey, hey man, I need better receivers. Shut up, Tom. Let me handle my business. Yeah. Hey, I, I want to play with this tight end. Shut up, Tom. You, you, can't, you can't do that. You, you cannot do that. And, and here's Tom goes to Tampa <clears throat> and take a team who, Jim, who, who James Winston couldn't even, couldn't even win a division Hello. and won a Super Bowl with. And, and we're watching because now this, is a court, this, this game has always been a quarterback-driven league, but now it really is. Yes, sir. And, 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 and Bill's finding out. Yeah how hard it is to win without Tom because of what Tom, what he did to the players, the relationship, the relationships that Bill don't have with players, Tom has with players. Like those, the, the, the Gronk, the Edelmans, the, the Detroit Browns, like the Randy Mosses, they enjoy playing Corey Dillon, like all of these guys, when offensive guys that went there, they wanted to go play with Tom. I'll deal with Bill. I'm playing with Tom. Yeah, and that's that. I get asked that question all the time. Would you rather have Brady or Belichick? And for me, it's easy. It's Brady because I played for a great head coach in Chicago and Levy Smith. We didn't win a Super Bowl. We got there and lost because we didn't have the quarterback. We didn't have that piece to our puzzle that could get us over the top. Brady's obviously different than any other guy that's ever played, but we never had a great quarterback to, to get us over that hump. But we had a great head coach, and I, that's why I yeah, put Bill as well. Defense. Great defense, great head coach. We didn't yeah, have that piece at quarterback to get us over yeah, that hump. But you're going to need a quarterback. You're going to need a quarterback you know, to get there. Two of the, the, the greatest defenses ever. Yeah. And if you got a quarterback. Well, yeah, Brad Johnson won it for y'all. Well, no, he didn't yeah. win it for y'all. He was yeah, on the right yeah, team. Pass touchdown in Troy. Stop it, Warren. What? Are you trying to. But we so, already had this what? discussion. His career? He has more pass touchdowns than Troy. Oh, how, yeah. how, oh, how, how, how about this? How, okay. about, how about this? How about this? Guy, who, who, who from the Patriots 
that Brady played with, and we're not going to count Moss, that we're going to see in the Hall of Fame. Well, there are Ty Law's already there. No, I'm offense. talking about offense. Oh, like I just we have special team. Gronk I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. Keep going. Grunk might Grunk might be Gronk, it. Gronk think, might I'm just, I just want you might. to know what he oh, was yeah, dealing well, yeah, with. Yeah, for sure. I want you to know what he won with. Uh, well, uh, I'm just saying. Just no, no. Aaron Hernandez hadn't committed murder. All right, all right. I got this. Phone. I got this. Phone, <laughs> right. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Look, look. This is the way I break down this Tom Brady Belichick thing. It took four, almost five Hall of Famers bring Tampa our first championship. It only took Tom to bring him the second one. That, that, that's it for me. That's it for me. The, Tom came there and said, let's round up and let's go in a franchise that had never seen a championship except with me, Brooks, Lynch, and Rondé, and Simeon, and, and crew. Gone. And Brad Johnson. That, the man is special. The now, I'll say special. this about Belichick. Very disciplined. Yeah. Covered all situations. You know, that's like saying, the let me si- tell you this about Jason Whitlock. Very fat. Everybody knows Belichick's discipline. Everybody knows I'm fat. That's a <laughs> joke, Brad. Belichick in trouble. He's not in trouble. Hold on, I didn't yeah, well, finish him. No, he's not in trouble. He's not going anywhere. Belichick, Belichick like, it's like, it's like, He's gonna end up. He he. Listen, he gonna get just, just like uh, Popovich just got with Miani. No, he ain't getting one. I'm he just saying, just like Miani. just. He'll figure it out. Gonna get him a good quarterback. He'll figure, he'll figure just it out. Just watch. Just, just, he gonna get him a good quarterback. I'm gonna tell you, he may get him a good one, but that's kind of my next. Time. I don't know if they're this brand of football is ever gonna create a Brady, a Favre, a Manny, and, and I say that. Because where quarterbacks, if you go back early in Brady's career, before they changed all the rules, the way to a quarterback to establish credibility in his locker room was to hold that football and take that hit. And the teammates would all see it like, oh, man, he he waited that extra split second to get me the ball, knowing he's going to take that hit. That's over now. That that level, it's over. Kind of. It, the, the man got pushed last week. Who was it? Jalen Hurts got pushed and they threw a flag. No, they no, pushed no, no, him no. in the I'm back. I'm not talking about on that. I'm talking about the quarterback willingness to do it. Stand in if there. you watch Mahomes, Hurts, they, they'll they'll scramble around, but they're gonna hold it a little yeah, bit. They're gonna they gonna buy the time. Kirk Cousins. I'm just saying. Will Kirk, stand, Kirk yeah, Cousins will stand in there and take a hit. They'll buy the time. Now the game, big game. Take the one. game. You you don't have to do that got anymore. You, but 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 I'm yeah. I'm I think I'm older. Than to earn. I'm over everybody. I'm older than everybody. Phil Simms was a solid quarterback, but he was a great leader because that dude would take hit after hit after hit. I'd look at that like, damn. And then I met him when he was like 50. And it's like, this dude's all yoked up and blah, blah. He's a tough, and that's what Favre was, never missed a game, all them injuries. And that's what I loved about Brady early in his career. I was like, damn, this dude is a superstar, but he takes these hits. And that was what, to me, separated him from Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning's great, but Peyton Manning, would, he would drop to the ground before yeah. taking them hits. That, and, and I just, this era of quarterback play, Brett, I just don't, it's not producing great quarterbacks. There's a big drop off from the era that you and Manning and Brady and Rodgers. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I, I think there's probably tough guys but I don't know if you're going to know it. You ain't got to prove it. And I'm going to say this. It's not their fault. 
necessarily. Right. Good point. It's it, where it's, the game is. It's it's the nature of the game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Josh Allen is probably the closest thing because he 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 goes for it. He puts himself yeah. in that. You don't and, have and, to and, anymore. And, I know. Yeah, he doesn't have to. And this he's so gonna he's get old, hurt. He's old school though. Oh, he's gonna get knocked. He's right. gonna That's get hurt. Time. Time. They're all gonna get hurt. Just matter when. Uh, listen, Brady. The last couple of years, he was looking at the ref like. Yeah. Yeah, like throw, yeah. Where, throw the damn like, flag. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's where the game is. That's where the game is, yeah. you know. And 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 when you say great, not not just taking hits. I, I don't want it to put just just in the mannerisms of the quarterback and being successful and understanding the game. This this is where this game is going because they're not asking quarterbacks to be great like that. Uh, plays are getting called from the sideline. The quarterback don't have to do as much. It's it's different in in college. Like I, I remember, like it was about what mid like 2011, 12. Guys started coming in the game that had never been in a huddle. Yep. Like they had never yeah. huddled up. Yep. Yeah. And so never they, taking a snap on the Like yeah. a yeah. on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Alex know. Smith got right. drafted and he had never taken a had snap on the center. Under center. Since like, yeah. so like the game started to evolve and the things started to change. And now, now what we have is, um, uh, and, and they've, it's, it's perfectly positioned. Um, and because they, they need to survive. We, we got to remember football is the last sport that, that a lot of the coaches that's coaching, they've never played the game at a high level. Maybe high school, maybe some in college at a small level, but no pro experience in baseball. Most of the managers in baseball, Ladies they either played in the minors or played in the majors. Yeah. Uh, basketball, most of those coaches on the sideline, they played in the NBA or in a, in a league similar, somehow, some way. In football, we have guys who have never laced it up, never put on the silks, telling you, here's what you do. And, and not being able to understand when you can and can't do it. And, and we're the last, we're the last. So now these coaches to remain relevant, it's a coaching driven league. Hey, I'm gonna create the matchup. I'm gonna create the matchup. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out what group of players go in. It's my scheme. Literally, it's my scheme. So if you're a coordinator for two years and you do good, you can get a head job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all you have to do is do good. Analytics is a big thing. Uh, I, I agree, but hold on, Marshall. Are you knocking or saying that it would be better coached by former high-level players? No, I'm not saying that. Okay. Because we don't know that because they don't allow that. How about, and, and I've, did I say this? Um, I can't remember if I said this last time, but take, I, I'm a terrible editor. I see things so quickly, the, the mistakes that are made. I don't have the patience to be like, no, you should have written it this way. You should have did this. And, and, and I'm very short with people and I get frustrated very easy because I see it so easily. And that's what I think happens with great players. They see the game so easy and they just sit there. You can't figure that out? Can't give it. Yeah. I, I, under, I understand. And, I, and, and I'll agree with you that we have that issue in playing. But guess what we do know? We know talent. John Lynch knows talent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. He Kyle might not Shanahan know the quarterback position. He might not know the quarterback position. <laughs> That's a Tampa thing. He has asked somebody else yeah. about the quarterback. That's a Tampa yeah. thing. Hey, hey, man, you, you, you don't have to have a great one. You just got to have one that's But I'm just saying, like, yeah, you, you, you know talent. You, you understand what, what a player, what it looks like. You, you get that. And, and, and why, why when we talk former players and, you know, we stop that coach, 
We don't go to GM. We don't go to president of a team or running a team or running an organization. And why if you, why if, if Brett led the team, why, why, why can't he lead the team in a different way if, you, if a leader's a leader? 60% of women reported that they would have preferred to give birth if they had received more support from others or had more financial security. And that's where Preborn steps in and steps up. Preborn is there for women in their darkest hour, deciding between the life and death of their precious child. The reality is women are being pressured to make this fatal decision and are being told that their babies are just a clump of cells. Preborn welcomes women with God's love and introduces them to the beautiful life growing inside of them, which doubles their baby's chance at life. When you support Preborn, you not only support women, you empower them. Your donation of $28 will help a woman to make a choice that she won't have to regret for the rest of her life and gives her the ultimate blessing, life. Your love can save a life. Just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Or visit preborn.com slash fearless. That's preborn.com slash fearless. Guys, you know how I feel about preborn. You know how I feel about life beginning at conception. We got to support preborn. I, I, I want, make sure y'all make a middle note because we're going to circle back to this conversation because I want to go a bit deeper into that. Please. We, we, but we're going to circle back to that. Uh, but I want to finish my thoughts on this quarterback era, and I, I want to hear from Brian because Brett and Marshall have said interesting things in terms of we're not asking quarterbacks to do nearly as much, and so that's why I think it's going to be hard for them to be nearly as respected as the guys from this era because people can get on TV and say what they want, but anybody that knows football is looking like, man, they spoon-feeding all these dudes. Yeah. In college, what, what do they do right before? They say, Everybody look over right, the sideline. Right. Like, Tell, like Tell me what to do. Tell me what to think. We just have to think for ourselves. Yeah. Just have to it's, it's like Mark said with the matchups. The coaches create the matchups. It's up to the players to exploit those. For the quarterback to at least see which matchup best suits their team. But it's just there's a handful of guys, probably five, six, seven guys that are like Brett used to be. You know, Maybe not as tough, but... Who are they? Talent-wise, Josh Allen. I think I think Justin Herbert could put that category. Burrow, Mahomes is the best. Burrow, Burrow, Burrow Mahomes. Burrow. I'll, I'll give you that. The rest. You don't like sus- Herbert? <laughs> no, no, no. Tough. I watch him other night stand in there and take some hits. Right. It's the toughness. Stand in there. Might not have the skill set yet. Yeah. But the toughness is there. They'll stand in there and take a hit. Joe, same way. Okay, maybe four guys. But there's there's a couple. I like Lamar Jackson as well. Lamar stand there because he runs. Lamar will get respect for his toughness for sure. Agreed. I like Lamar. Just be careful. Yes. Justin Fields in Chicago is is not. Let's just okay, either. Stop, cut, it stop. cut it out. Cut it out. I say he's a great quarterback. I say he's a great quarterback. I say he's a great quarterback. Brian's driver here. Get him hey, out of here. Hey, he's tough. The, the <laughs> fact that he's been sacked as much as he's been sacked. He's tough. Marshall, come on. He's tough. Anyway. You got to be tough. But they are smooth. With the running game being the way it is now. All the short passes. Yeah. The short passes is the running game now. You know, they get him all these easy throws, the little screens, the little pop whatever the flares, whatever they're called, they make it easy for them. You know, that's just the way the game's going. They give them to these great athletes, and they all get out there and run. So it's easy for the quarterback to get rid of the ball. Man, Patrick Mahomes, what was it, like last year? I'm listening to, like, okay, this is the he, – he's, he's like, I'm still learning how to read defenses. I'm like, what? What? Like, he, he's, he, he said that, yeah. No, he, 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 in an interview, he's really? like, yeah, Andy, wow. he's like, my, my understanding and reading for defenses is getting better. Wow. Like, it's – 
Well, I think uh, they it, run wide uh, stick every play. That's the only thing they run. Why stick and, and go and go and Mark, move around? Mark, coach move around. to me is you run the same play if it works. Holmgren, Cowboys yeah. did it too. One of our favorite, my favorite plays, Fox to X Y hook, I right, fake a, a, a draw. I got Chimera, Key Jackson, and Bubba Franks on a hook. And if he's not there, I got a post on the, on the same side or a hook backside. We called that damn play till the cows came home. <laughs> and it worked. It worked. And Holmgren, we'd be in a huddle, I'd be waiting for a play. Frank Winters be like, I bet it's Fox to X Y hook. Get him. Fox to X my Fox to X my hook. Told you. <laughs> we, but that it worked. It worked. You know what it's called? Kiss. Keep it simple. Stupid. Keep it simple. Yeah, exactly. Keep it simple. Stupid. That was lovely. We were in two. We played y'all one year. We went. We played like fifty-five snaps. Fifty-four or fifty-three were covered two. The one play was fourth and one. We ran under, under ten. But we ran fifty-three snaps. Out Coach Fazio. Yeah. This. Or we run a pirate on it. You know. You yeah. know how it is. We run a pirate. You know. How it is. Yeah. Under pirate fifty-seven. Over pirate two. I remember when and Brian just, would do like this. He kind of looked back at the, the secondary. Yeah. All shit. Here it comes. Some kind of blitz. Yes. We got to make sure we're, yeah. But it was just. Don't panic. Don't panic. It was simple, man. Easier said than done. Yeah. Keep it simple. Defense, same way. If you play fast, you're playing, you're playing good football. You're not thinking. Uh, I'll process out. Yep. Guys, you know how I feel about liver health formula. I've been taking the stuff for more than two years. We have to start taking care of our liver right now more than ever because the latest data from the American Heart Association indicates that adults with fatty liver are three and a half times more likely to have heart failure than those without. There is a solution, liver health formula, an all natural supplement, which contains 12 clinically proven botanicals that help recharge and protect your liver. Manufactured right here in the US of A and approved by American doctors. If you're looking to ignite your fat burning metabolism, boost your energy and transform how you look and feel, try liver health formula and receive a free bottle of blood sugar formula to reduce sugar cravings when you order today. Try liver health formula by going to getliverhelp.com slash Jason and claim your free bonus gift. That's getliverhelp.com slash Jason. Yep. Brian, get us rolling here. Which, and we've talked about quarterbacks, but let's throw quarterbacks out. Okay. Good. Which current NFL player impresses you the most and why? Oh, man. Just one guy. Just one guy. And don't say Justin Fields. I'm not saying Justin Fields. <laughs> Look, all I said was Justin Fields is tough, man. That kid's tough. I told you one more time. You got to be dumb. You got to be tough. Damn, I can only pick one guy? What? One. I like T.J. Watt. I think I'll tell you why. He plays hard. You know, I, li- I like guys who give effort every single play. He makes big plays. He does what he's supposed to do. Um, and, he, and he just... He does the job every play. I, like I said, guys that sprint to the football every play. There's so many guys, though, that... Let me ask you a follow-up about TJ. Okay, go ahead. Is he better than JJ? Yes. Wow. I think he's better than TJ. I think he's better than JJ. Just the... the I, I, I know, I know JJ... The other fellow was a three-straight-time defensive player. And, and that won't happen now because of the, the amount of players, good defensive players that are in the NFL. So TJ's going to have a hard time doing that because there's too many good players in the NFL. You don't think so? But there was good ones. I was about to say, there were no good players when... when they were good. Come on, stop. I'm, I'm T- I believe TJ is better. Hey man, JJ Watt made him start counting batty balls. That boy? Yeah. What made his batty ball like he was That something. was never a stat. Never. You know how many balls hit my hand in 13 years? You should say hit my hand. Mm-hmm. 12. I, I didn't bat no ball. <laughs> it might have hit my hand. Well, I didn't know it was a ball because batting I contest. I didn't know it was a ball batting no, contest. No, but I'm that's telling you. I like, I like he, TJ Watt. Yeah, I didn't realize it was a ball batting contest. TV, you was a pass breaker. Yeah, great job. 
Yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, and then he got his dance for that, it, too. That's, that's no, 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 the secondary no, no, no. guys. J.J. Watt was a great movie. I never heard that stat. No, I, 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 like, I thought it was just a balls batted down. I heard that stat. We got credit for it in our meetings. So I yeah, linebackers. It was never a stat that was, like, part of the game. and no. then It now became it part of, yeah. So J.J. Watt's a great player. I like T.J. better. Sorry. I like so That's the guy. Like I love the way he plays full speed. I'm going to go to the offensive side because I see too many lazy asses on defense just not hunting. I mean, they just don't hunt. And it's A.J. Brown for me. Oh, yeah. I've, watched, yeah. I've watched this monster come to my house in Tampa, Raymond James. You know, I got Kaze Blunt. I got my credential on. I walked out there and, and I was messing with Jalen Hurts. I said, hey, take it easy on us. Did you, you know? say you have? <laughs> say it again. Credentials? No, that worked. It worked. Kaze Blunt. Is that a tequila or what? Is that's what right. I thought you were saying. That's right around the neck. I thought maybe I had his with Uber. Kaze Blunt, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, that's how so I'm out on the field. You know, I have said that word on this show. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's all good. And somebody triggered me. But go ahead, finish. They triggered. All right. Finish, finish. This monster <laughs> walked up on me, dog. And I have known uh, Smith since he was over at uh, Yo Murphy's, the performance since he the got out of Alabama. Smith. Yeah, uh, Smith, the, the, the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. I've seen him, you know, little guy, you know, receiver like it should be. All of a sudden, his shadow comes by. And I look. I said, Lord Jesus, is it even legal to be that big? I mean, that boy is rock dog. You seen that monster? Oh, yeah. And then we talking about six straight games of 125 yards? The only other guy that did that was a guy so bad, we named him a bad guy, Megatron. This kid here is something serious, boy. Yeah. Serious. Bigger than Metcalf? DK Metcalf? Dude. Not as tall. No, not as tall, but boy, yeah, yeah, rocked up. Yeah. DK ain't got nothing on this boy. He run around. Weren't they teammates in college? They were. Yeah, I think they were. Yeah, Mess, yeah. Ole Miss. They had to be bad. They got Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how you got enough weights in the weight room yeah. for? How do you not win with them two? They got a direct connect, it sounds like to me. But I'm talking about this man, this monster. I said, Jesus Christ. I ain't never seen a receiver that big before in my life. And Andre Johnson, I've been around him. Calvin would be. Yeah. Crazy thing, Calvin played at Georgia Tech. They ran the wishbone. Yeah, they all remember that? Number 21? No, no, no. no, Just throw it up to it. It is. Chan Daly comes and says, we're going to use Calvin Johnson as a decoy today. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Smart. Smart. Four, three, six, five receiver. You won't even throw him the ball. Shit, I throw him to him every time. Coaching. Two options. Are you kidding me? I know you you told us one guy, but like, Obviously, I have to say Christian McCaffrey because he, he he's literally oh, yeah. done this without a quarterback. Hello. Like, he's, he's done this. To me. He's done this without me, a quarterback. He's the closest thing to Marshall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, agreed. I just, I just love the way so he plays. So is Marshall bragging on himself or is he? No. Well, Marshall should brag on himself. No, no, he, I, I, I'm, I'm going to do it for him, but go ahead. Marshall was as good a receiver as he was as a running back. Mm-hmm. He was a damn yeah, good running back. Inside and he knew who to block, and he, he it, not only did he know who to block, he blocked them, and he and he blocked other people's uh, guy too, if need if need be. I see that in Christian. I, I see that 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 level of yeah. smarts that the game has slowed down mm-hmm. for him, and as a quarterback. That's got, that's got to be so valuable. I never never really had a guy for long. That was like that, where you, you go, oh, yeah, I, got, I got it, I got it. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, good. I, yeah. And then when he runs a route, oh. they line him up out wide, he ran a slant better than anybody. So you got a, a, a linebacker who's at a dis- disadvantage athletically, 
and then he runs a great route. I mean, you, your jock straps hanging yeah. right there, man. And that's what it, that's it helps. It helps Kyle it, because they're they're a team. They're a very the 49ers are a very versatile offensive yeah. team. Like they got players that can play multiple positions. Yep. And that's what that that's like that's awesome. And then they got they got a they got a Pro Bowl caliber tight end that loves blocking. Yes, he does. Like this dude loves blocking. Yep. Yes, he like does. he he gets more excited when he's blocking people than, than when he catches the ball. But the second guy, hold on wait, I gotta I gotta mention this guy. Nobody plays harder than this dude. Max Crosby plays so oh, hard. Man, you're right. Oh. I've yeah. never watched oh, somebody play as oh, hard real. as he plays yeah. every snap. I so I've never down. seen somebody yes. play this hard. Yes, yes. 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 that dude deserves a great props. call, Marcus. Yes. He, he does play hard. Like, yes. I just I, I yes. marvel over yeah. how hard he plays on every, every snap. snap. Yep. Yeah, and, and, and he, he takes the most snaps off because sometimes he's not involved in the play because he got blocked. Three guys or double team. Him. Yeah. But he is he's unbelievable. Unbelievable. He doesn't come off the field, though. And, you know, D-Lyman, they, they rotate. You know how it goes. They rotate, they rotate in and out. He doesn't rotate. He stays out there all three downs, I feel man. like I, I, when I watch him play, I feel bad that he's on the Raiders. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, like that kind this of dude should be yeah. playing on a team yeah, that's, that's winning. That's winning. Like, <laughs> you playing this hard? Well, he will be. Oh yeah, my God! Yeah. Hold on, I don't think so. I'm His loyalty to this team yeah. for, for, for for what that, he that went through out of, and yeah, then giving yeah, him yeah. a chance. Well, if they get a couple more like him at any position, they I don't can, think there's more like him. Like like into it. Like, now I told you, I don't even like watching defense. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. He's he's saying Max Crosby. You just said T.J. Watt. Now it's like you jumping on board with Max Crosby. I agree with him, but I like T.J. still. No, okay. he like. I'm just saying it. Yeah. I forgot about Max Crosby. I'm not even talking about his team. Because the, the Raiders are playing so bad. Yeah, the team he, 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 he doesn't get the, his due because That's of the right. team. Yes. Yes. He's a great football player. Yeah, he is. Plays he hard. Plays I just hard. like guys that play hard. So That's he said like. McCaffrey and Crosby. You got a guy? You know, I think I, I, I'm going to give some props to Tua. Mm. You know, I mean, I, and I'm not talking about toughness and all this stuff, but I, he's had a lot of darts thrown at him from a lot of people. And I know they've lost the, the, the big games this year. They've lost. They didn't play horribly, but he has managed to put up enormous numbers. In the, and when I say the face of adversity, it's not so much what the defense is giving him. It's, it's everyone outside. He can't do it. He's, he's soft. He's got migraines or headaches or concussions <laughs> or he's, he's too small. He didn't have the arm strength, but he's, he's throwing bombs week in and week out. Yeah. Now he's got guys that can do it, but no one can stop him. I, I'm, I'm, it's a good list, but, but, and I've said this before to both of y'all. Tyreek Hill, to me, is the he's the unanswerable question. He's he's many Randy Moss, and and yeah, I agree. Randy Moss was not my favorite player, but he was a a player you just couldn't solve for him. He simplified coverage, you real you know because your safety's scared to death, and to see a five foot nine guy have that same impact yeah. blows my mind away. I, yeah. I, I agree with you on that, but here's the thing, and this, this is it. Kansas City won a Super Bowl without him. Mm. When you're first that great, year, first year without him. When yeah. you're that great, that great is a hole. There's a hole that you can't feel. I just want you to know. Just re- just remember that they won a Super Bowl without him. 
Well, I mean, he got. He's made when he went to the Dolphins, he gave them instant credibility. And then he's backed it up. Yes. I mean, you know he can beat you deep, but yet he still beats you deep. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. What they're doing, though, this man, McDaniels, is drawing up some stuff. I all of that. I, I can't mean, imagine playing that. Like off, I, I mean, when you got to win the slot, all and you come back out, all this stuff. Hey, yeah. I've been there. Pre-snap. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I've been there. Here, here's, here's the thing. All right? I've been there. I've been on that team. Yeah. And there's going to come, there's gonna, there's gonna come, come a time. There's going to come a time where – and they and they don't they don't have this guy in, in, in the backfield. Yes, Mike used yes. to be like, "Hey, um, mm-hmm. we coming to you. We coming to you. Yeah. yeah. See, you, you got to have a we coming to you guy. Yep. They got all these options, and the we coming to you guy can't be no outside guy. It can maybe be your tight end. It's got to be your running back. It's got to be like the game then got a little dirty. We coming to you. It's got it's got to be a hub cap or a wheel. It can't be this hood on it. I'm just telling you. Hood on it, they go get I'm it telling done. you. Yeah. I'm telling you what they missing. That hey, hood on it, they go get it done. You gotta have you gotta have a dog. Yep. In 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 yep. Kansas City, when it gets like that, Jason Kel- hey Kelsey, Kelsey, we coming to Tra- you. Or, Tra- like, or Travis even and, too. Right. Yeah. Right. My bad. Yeah, Travis. <laughs> Travis. Sorry. Travis was the center. They saying the same thing in Philadelphia. We coming to you, Jason. You're right. You're exactly right. They run yeah. that tush push, and their oh, whole running game is controlled yeah. by him. He to me, and one I don't know how. Are you old enough to remember Dwight Stevenson? To me, that that's, reach a nine technique. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that that's I don't I won't put Kelsey on that level, but he's as close as I've seen anything yeah. at the center position to Dwight Stevenson. You know Demonte Dawson, right? Mm. He was. I watched him. No, those two. Those two. Those two. Those two. Those two. He, he, Damani was a dog. Boy, yeah, Damani was a dog. Yeah, he was. Dwight Stevenson you. would embarrass you. He would embarrass you. I, I know 57 in the Dolphins. I, I got him. Trust me. He's a monster. Yeah. But Damani Dawson, he ran circles around me my rookie year. Boy, I was like, <laughs> where? I just want to see when the Dolphins, when it gets to what, what they go to. Yeah. Because they played Buffalo. Buffalo Buffalo did a great thing. They All right, yeah. Tua, you quick game. We're going to get to you. Ah, bad balls. We're bad just going to stay yep. here and batch yep. balls. Up. Ball. So now you can't throw your quick stuff. We know you got to throw deep, so now we got to – they had no answer for it. Yeah, if they could get a back or that can they need do stuff like he – I mean, because you, 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 know, you know that everybody yeah. else in yeah. coverage Monsters, is numbers are good. paying attention to Wild. No, is it a chain? They're good. Tra- they're, the kid that got hurt? Yeah. Yeah, that they're, they're good running back. They're good. But they're when good. you get the time. When the, when the game yeah, gets, you gets need a little that. muddy. But how Spike. good are they in pass receiving? Oh, it's going to get late in the year. Well, I don't know. The smoke and mirrors is out. I don't, I don't know. Most they don't do it. Right. 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 Most I mean, of you got your it, ball. It's, it's hard to say because they, they, don't, they don't ask. They, they run in a spread, so they use the fake instead of having to back block an actual linebacker or something. Right, one-on-one blocking. Right, right. That's what they do. They Yeah, they do that kind of stuff. So, But the games – in playoff games, it gets a little, it gets a little murky. Yes, it does. And, and, and you gotta like, you gotta like, all right, I gotta get dirty. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like some snot gonna come out of my nose, some blood gonna be coming. I gotta go somewhere. through this wall. I gotta go take this. I gotta, I gotta go, go take this, this whip. You know you're gonna get whipped. At, yeah. at the running back, it's like I know I'm gonna get whipped. Like they gonna, they gonna hit me. I gotta go take this. Get hit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I think this will be the last question for uh, this group. 
uh, Brett and Brian, they got white guys got stuff to do. You know, we <laughs> always. <laughs> oh man! But, man we can't hang out long enough. Sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> street lights come Milk on. They got milk chip. We've been talking to you about big tech censorship and telling you about a major step Blaze Media is taking to declare independence from big tech and ensure we can keep bringing you the truth no matter what. Well. If you go to Blaze Media's website, theblaze.com, right now, you will see it's been totally overhauled. You'll see news, articles, opinion, analysis, lifestyle, and tech commentary. But what you won't see are all those obnoxious ads that are virtually on every other website. Here's why. This is such a big deal. Most people don't realize that by having those ads on our website, Google was able to send bots to scour any content they deemed unsafe for advertisers. After finding something they didn't like, they demand we remove the ads from that article or else have our entire website demonetized. We dealt with this time and time again. And here's what's the worst part. After forcing us to remove ads from problematic articles, Google buried those articles so deep in the search results that they became nearly impossible to find. Google was essentially using its ad revenue as a cudgel to either force us to toe the leftist line or bury the unsafe content so that no one could find it. That's why we're walking away from ads on our website. The decision to go ad-free will cost us millions of dollars. We did not make that decision lightly, not at all. None of this is possible without you, and we're counting on you to make sure we can continue to bring you unfiltered truth. We're taking a gamble by investing in some quality content, including expert analysis, insightful commentary, and authentic investigative reporting. Visit theblaze.com, explore the all new ad-free experience, and see for yourself how we're standing up against the suppression and prioritizing independent journalism. Go to theblaze.com right now. This is very important to me. You can find my work. It's only gonna cost you a cup of coffee a month to support Blaze News. Guys, please join us. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Anyway, 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 guys. Hey, let me get to my, let me get to my point. <laughs> uh, in the past 12 months, I, Jim Brown and Dick Buckus mm-hmm. have passed. And when I, for me, my generation, Jim Brown and Dick Buckus, when I think of football, those really two are the guys I think of. Uh, I became great friends with uh, Jim Brown and Dick Buckus and I follow each other over Twitter. Uh, Great honor for me. And so I want to ask you, you guys are in the Hall of Fame. Those two guys no longer being there, who's the guy when you gather in Canton that is like, oh man, that's the man. That's a tough question, but I know exactly who it is for me. Joe Montana, Roger Stallback, nice. Mel Blunt. Mel Blunt. Is, Mel Blunt. He can play now. That cowboy hat on, 6'5". Mel Blunt corner. can play right yeah. now. He rides a horse in the road. That dude. He, he is a good dude, man. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, mean Joe Green, I love. Yeah. Oh. 
And I, I remember the commercials. I remember mm -hmm. watching. I hated the Steelers because I love the Cowboys. And when the Steelers would beat them, I, I, I hated everything about them. I told Bradshaw. <laughs> and he used to come to my house. I'm like, I, I hated you. <laughs> but Roger Stallback to me was yeah. my two favorite players growing up. And I, I grew up 50 miles from the Superdome, even though I was in Mississippi was Archie Manning and Roger Stallback. Archie played on a horrible team, but he, he razzled and dazzled with the best of them. Mm -hmm. Roger was just smooth and classy, and he's like that today. I've had a chance to meet most of those guys, and, and, and I, I, could, I could really go on and on. I hate to single out. I, I got to know Jim Brown. What a classy man he was. Uh, I got to know Ray Nitschke. He was a grumpy old man. Huh. Man, you guys don't know how to play, man. You, you guys are soft, man. Uh, Butkus was not like that. He was a, a very nice gentleman. Jim Brown, classy. Mel Blunt is, man, he is a man's man. Yes, he is. And uh, I, I, it's just an honor to, to be in the, mentioned in the same breath with all those guys. I got I got one for me. From my, when I, the year I got inducted, 2018, we were having the, the players' luncheon. Is that what it was the, the Nisky luncheon? Yes. So it's just just players in the room. My, my, and uh, my these dudes man. are so. To didn't go that year. He was boycotting the Hall of Fame because he went on his third try, not the first. So there were some players bad mouthing To, and uh, just saying, you know, he shouldn't he shouldn't be allowed in. And he was having his own induction at his college that day. But there were some not very nice things said about To. And Joe Namath stood up and said something. And after he said what he said, man, I, I, for me, it opened my eyes just because, like, he, that's Joe Namath. To me, Joe Namath is one of the, the greatest, like, icons of all time. And when, when I'm in circles and, and Joe walks in, people are like, oh, that's Joe Namath over there. So when he stood up and spoke at that luncheon, that to me was, was one of the guys that, like, you know, now yeah. that Dick and, and uh, Jim are gone, he's, he's that next in line for me, if he wasn't already there already. But he's, he was that guy for me. Joe Namath is groovy. He's yeah, just, that's what I was thinking. Cool. Is like, man, he's he's you might be cool. telling on yourself, Brian. That, that's no, like, no. Well, Joe Namath, he got the best weed in Kent. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> just what he said, man. Just what he said. And I don't know if y'all, what he said was like, man. Yeah, no, Joe. Yeah, no, no I, one I, said, Joe's got a mystique about no it. No one said man. anything. After he said what he said, no one said anything else about T.O. I'll tell you that much. When he stood up and said what he said, people shut up about talking shit about T.O. after Joe said that. Until so. I got out the room. Yeah. <laughs> but when Joe was in present, we, yeah. we got to shut T. up. T.O. wasn't there to defend himself, so he had Joe in his stead. And he didn't defend him, but he said some things that I was like, ooh, that makes a lot of sense. So guys, It's kind of like our parents when they told you something when you you're a kid. Like, one day you're going to miss school. You're going to miss high school. And you're like, you're mm, yeah, right. right. At 40, you're like, you know, <laughs> you mind going back to high school. <laughs> just chilling a little bit. So, we're going to be Joe Namath one day. You know, we're going to look at things a little differently. We're going we're gonna to talk differently. We're, we're going to think differently. Even though we think right now, that's bullshit. Yeah. Because remember what your parents told you, or some adult, or some coach. Yeah. Son, someday you're going to regret it by not working your ass off. I heard that a lot, but uh, not that I didn't work. My dad never gave Wasn't me hard enough. Voice. When I did good, he said, you can do better. Mm. When I did better, he said, 
You certainly can do better than that. No way. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, man. Uh, but My God. but uh, that's what Joe Namath. That's what the that's what the the elders in the Hall of Fame. You know, they give you wise sage advice. Joe Namath, the wise guy. I think it was. He's you know, groovy. The way, the the way he said it, though, man. Kissing Susie Colbert. No, that was just one Monday night, man. That was just one Monday night. That was all. When, since, since 2011, well, the, in two, when, when we got, when I got, the year I went in, ever, ever since that year, being a part of that, being a part of what we do, all the running backs, we take a picture, all the guys that come back. And obviously, we got some, we've lost some guys. So OJ. yeah, this this will be this will be the first year. Actually, OJ, I think he's coming this year. Coming, I think up. he's coming to this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I reached out to him. I'm like, Juice, we need you. It, it, none of that matters when you're on this team. You 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 Ooh. can't be cut. You can't die off this can't team. Die off this team. So regardless of what happened, he has a he has a home at the Hall of Fame, and they're like, we we want him to come back. But anyways, here's what I was here's what I was saying. We would get together and we would take the picture. And if you asked every one of the running backs that's there, like in most positions, there's a question, who's the best? Everybody would say Jim Brown. Every running back would give the honor to Jim Brown. Like who's second, third, that could be mentioned. Whether it's Emmett or Barry, um, it, it, n- none of that mattered. All the guys, it, it was all, it was consistently it's Jim. And it, it, was, it, was, it was like, that was the thing for us. Like everybody kind of, that honor was always his. And everybody, it, the new guys coming in, Jim was the first person that they wanted to see, talk to. And uh, the, the dude had always had the best advice, yeah. the best Salt stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah, always, always. I, I was just amazed Man, that. wasn't Ray Nischke. Yeah, I was always amazed at just, just the advice and the things that, that, that he would share with you about the game back then and his thoughts of the game now. And what I love, he never held back. Nope. He always spoke his mind. <laughs> Did not care if you were offended or didn't like it. If you asked him a question, he gave you the That's answer. That's what was too. And that was it. Man. Who's next? Who's got next? That's We're going to see. We'll see. We will, we will see. That was the first picture. Whenever I got to the Hall of Fame, I went straight to Jim Brown, grabbed him. Took myself because that's the goal. That's where it all starts for me. And then I over to Bob Lilly and uh, Mean Joe Green and then Randy White because with me there, that's four of the five first ballot defensive tackles ever to play the game and the only one missing is Merlin. So, you know, you just kind of migrate with your guys, you know, because I get to stand beside Mr. Cowboy. What about me, Cowboy? Is that not the nicest oh, man to have the, the had to have the, to have the most intimidating name? Oh, oh my like God. me, Joe Green, and you meet him, and it's like he's, so he's, nicest like, dude he's the nicest guy ever. you'll ever meet. What? I call him pops. Like I, yeah. he, I call him pops. So I'm like, he's like he's like a dad to me. Like, uh, he, is, he is. He is. He's so just, friendly and so oh, yeah. polite. And so yeah, soft. I called him the the meanest, the the softest T Rex ever because he got the shortest arms. I grab him and hold my phone out. He cannot grab my phone. I'll show you. The, I'll show you the video. Every year I got him. I grab it. I got the phone. He reaching at it. He cannot touch it. I said, "Look at the baby T-Rex, y'all." 
guy. Every year I get him. I grab yeah. him, hold him, and hold the phone out. He be reaching at it. I'm going to have to go watch funny, 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 funny story. We're, we're playing the Cardinals. With the Rams, we're playing the Cardinals. I'm wearing their ass out. And I'm talking shit across the sideline. And I'm bumping my gums. Ah, oh, y'all, sorry. And, and, I, and I pass him, and he's looking at me. And I, I came back. Not you, Mr. Green. <laughs> Not you. I'm not talking to you. Yes, Lord. Not you. Yes, Lord. I can't. I can't do it. That's you, Joe. You can't do it. You got to pay off. I ain't no apologize to him. I had to go back to Everybody else around you. When I got in the Hall of Fame and we actually met, I reminded him. I was like, you remember? They said, I remember. Yeah, you remember. Just like yesterday. Oh, man. That's good. That's good. I'm going to sneak one more quick one in just for these two guys because it's a personal pet question of mine. Who's the greatest offensive lineman of all time? Oh, Larry Allen. Okay. I second that. Not even close with a, to me. With a 180, the Randall McDaniel. Randall McDaniel was good. We played, Randall, you played right. with him and against him, correct? Yes. Yeah. I just a year and him. then I had him on my team. Man. Those was, two. That was NFC. Was it the North? Central. Central back then. Central. For my black first and couple blue years. Season, yes, black and blue. Randall was in there, <laughs> was in there too. Jackie Slater. Oh, Jackie Slater. Longevity. I, I love Jackie. I'm a Rams yeah. fan growing up. Love Jackie. Followed his whole career. He played a long time in an era yeah. where they bandaged even broken legs and put you back out. I got this yeah. for you. He was the right tackle. Jackie was. Left, Pace, and Munoz. Pace was on, bro. Yeah. Pace and Munoz. So we talking tackles. Yeah. What about Jonathan Ogden? With no Pace first Jail? overall pick? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, now, now yeah. just think about that. I like with left him. tackle, first overall pick, and you do what he did. Like this mm-hmm. is yeah, it's hard to it, do it. It's, it's, it's hard to you the first, yeah. yeah. first overall pick, yes. and you you do more than pan out. Yeah, uh, I want to ask y'all, and y'all need to maybe ask around because y'all may not be old enough. Oh. But John Hammer, yes, John John Hammer. No, no, no. Trust me, I know yeah. the John Hammer story. Have watch the tape. Watch me. the tape though. He, he Larry Allen is who listen, I would listen, lean listen. to. Yeah, but John Hammer was a monster. No doubt about it. And I used to tell him all the time, who you think you is, John Hanna around here or somebody? I used to say this all the time to him until I was at the Pro Bowl. And that Larry Allen came around that corner. At a Pro Bowl? He hit you at a Pro Bowl? No, he oh. just moving. Oh, huge. Oh, yeah. My God, he can't yeah, he, pull that bag and you know, at the yeah, Pro Bowl. So athletic, and make you man. sit in these two techniques, you don't really get the move. So yeah. this monster came around that corner. I turned to Brooks. I said, I see what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he bench something like seven? Yeah, seven yeah. hundred. Number, so yeah. it all the time. And then bounce DBs, bounce linebackers. Playing with a dick. Ran like a four-six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, run him down from the oh, yeah. run down the day I picked off the pass. Larry Allen was not to be joked. He was different. I understand John Hanna, but back in the day, but John was about my size. John about six two, about Larry Allen was that wide. Yes, Lord. He had to have the biggest helmet in the NFL. His head was so big. I mean, so athletic, dog. Yeah. I'm telling you. He was you, a monster. Play all five positions. At Center the same guard, time. left guard, yeah, all of them. Almost. I'm the only guy up there. All of them. All of them, dog. He was awesome. Randall had that funky leg thing. Yeah, down. he had like a twist. Yeah. He twisted his leg yeah. down and still, man. That was a rough Sunday, dog. Well, I'm not going to ask y'all to comment, but my only other guy that's just a cut below. Larry Allen and John Hanna. He's not, no, he's not in the Hall of Fame. He will not be in the Hall of Fame. But Brian Waters was oh, just a yeah, cut below yes, those yes. guys. Who yeah. was a good friend of mine when he was in Kansas City. That dude was nasty. And love watching him and Willie Rowe play Willie. side by side. That was, Willie Meat Rowe. That, that, yeah. that was a, was a good left side. Yeah. I consider him better than Will Shields. 
I'm on camera, so I'm not going to. No, gonna... no, I, 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 I'm, I'm the one that faced them. I'm the one that faced them both. I put I Brian feel, Walker. I go, it's, it's Randall and, and um, Randall and Larry, then it's uh, Brian Waters, then Will Shields. Will Shields. Yeah. Kogan, Guy McIntyre. I had some pretty good ones in there. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to wrap names. this show and let the white guys go home. Uh, so our bikes. We'll play. Yeah, they're they're going to the golf course probably. Uh, <laughs> Marshall's a better yeah. golfer than all of us. Marshall's better than everybody. He's smarter than all of us too. And that's true. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we'll play tomorrow, and uh, when we come back, you'll see me tomorrow talking to a Sapp and Falk. I, I got some more questions for these guys. Uh, play tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Negotiation, my system, no relation We all just wanna have freedom Sitting on the corner, never been alone I'm breaking my back for freedom Bless, we are living, get back We are receiving, all deceiving We all wanna be free We want freedom I just want, I wanna be I just want, I wanna be I just want, I wanna be I just